Action Park Media. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another edition here of the Brilliantly Dumb Show. Sit back, relax, enjoy. This is the only place you need to be for the next 45 minutes. I'm Big Game Bob, coming to you on your local airwaves. And our guy, Scooty Wilson, behind the glass on the ones and twos. Scooty, I got to tell you what, you know, prior to the show, just getting this whole setup, you know, all, all set up. And by setting it up, I mean you setting it up. Uh-huh. The amount of shit that you have to worry about behind the glass. I mean, we all think and hear Scooty Wilson behind the glass on the ones and twos. Yeah. There's a lot that goes into Scooty Wilson being behind the glass on the ones and twos. There's a lot going on, and I can't take all the credit for it. I got to shout out our, our main audio engineer and our really our, our guy, Kevin Carigian, who kind of set up this whole shop. And I had, I had to get him on a, a FaceTime earlier to get this whole thing going. But we're set. We're rolling. We're going to have a big show. I can feel it. I, I do too, Scooty. And I'm, I'm sitting here and, and, and I kind of feel bad. I'm just kind of sitting here on my phone. And then I realize all the different shit, the wires that are going in and out. Quick question for you. Maybe I should have asked you prior to being on uh-huh. air. The headphones. You ever see every, everybody in the podcast, everybody in these studios, they got headphones on. Yeah. Does it make a difference if you have the headphones on? And I always just put it on because I think it looks professional. Oh, I think it one looks professional. Two, it puts you in the zone. When you got the headphones on, you're in the podcast world. Yeah. Like I can feel this ambient air around me right now. I'm typically a headphone guy, but we're, we were running behind, so I didn't want to dial in my phones. Yours are more important. But yes, headphones, very valuable in the podcast space. I, Scooty, I, I, I totally agree. I kind of feel like it's like putting your helmet on in a football game. <laughs> Absolutely. To where it just kind of really locks you in and gets you ready to go. If you don't have the helmet on, you're probably sitting on the sidelines or it's halftime. Uh, 100%. It's definitely not halftime here. It's time to rock and roll. Another edition of the Burnley Dumb Show. Scooty, thanks for joining us yet again here. Our guy behind the glass on the ones and twos doing what he does. Now... A little bit of a rushed episode here. I am about to head out to Florida, so this is now being recorded mm-hmm. before the Masters. The folks here are going to be listening to this Tuesday when the Masters have already been completed. What I find very interesting about the Masters, and we mentioned this on the Patreon episode, is I think not just the Masters, but golf in general, I think is one of the most fun sports to bet because the odds that you can get on golf are better than any other odds you can get anywhere else. Tell me why I'm able to get Brooks Kepka at plus 3,300 when he's one of the best golfers on the planet. Like, how do I possibly get those odds? Well, I think it goes back to, like, the Tiger Woods theory a little bit. Like, obviously, Tiger arguably the best golfer of all time when before he won the masters i think he was like a plus 10,000 so i really think it's you know throwing a dart at a dartboard a little bit with the masters I, I, there's so many people in the field to play that that just that messes with the odds i know but you you would you would also think that you got to what well, is it maybe 60 guys i could be i could be way off there i would say maybe 60 guys you got to think you got to eliminate 30 of them that that, mm-hmm. that really don't have a chance cuz come sunday they broke down and I never really thought that was a thing getting into golf, but the more I watch golf now and the more yeah. I've gotten into it, you do see guys that, you know, Saturday they look great. They look great Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Come Sunday, especially if they have a good pairing, whether they're with a Rory McElroy or one of these guys, you do in a way kind of see them break down. I would too, but but I, I, I understand that more about just the mental headspace you got to be in on, you know, say, uh, uh, come Sunday. Right. Hey, no free plugs on the Brilliantly Dumb Show, but that sports betting app you were talking about the other day. Yeah. 
Say you take uh, Jordan Spieth or whoever, and he's like minus eight. He's got five strokes on everyone going into Sunday. You think you can cash your ticket on that? That's a great question. Yeah. I feel like you could. You, you could. We, and again, I, I actually am fascinated. I put on my Instagram the other day about this prop swap site, and nothing surprises me anymore because there's so many different things out there. But this is a fascinating just a fascinating thing to me that you could go on, you could pick a ticket, and for example, say I take VJ Singh, who's pretty much got you know absolutely no shot. Let's uh-huh. call a spade a spade. Say I take him at plus fifty thousand. If VJ Singh say Saturday has a shot, or say somehow he's got the lead, you can then sell that ticket on VJ Singh, which. I feel like I would be doing that almost all the time. It's pretty much like a cash. Hey, I don't want to cut you off here. VJ Singh is a plus hundred thousand. <laughs> like I'm putting at least ten bucks on him. I mean, him. think about it. What happens if you take the plus hundred thousand? Let's say VJ Singh comes out and birdies the first three holes. I'm. I don't want to be crude. Again, I'm getting hard. Like I, if if I have that going into any any day after Friday, I'm very excited. Cash that ticket, and then you also got to wonder who the guy is that that's buying that ticket. But there's always going to be somebody who could do. Wait, that. hang on. So if you have VJ Singh at plus a hundred thousand and yeah. he's leading going in, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Saturday for the sake of argument. Yeah, you're immediately cashing that ticket. So oh, you, for sure. What? That ticket, that ticket is Bob, gone. Come on, put your cojones on the you, table. No, no. See, that's the problem, though, Scoop. That's the problem is you hold on to that ticket. You come Saturday, and you're just going to watch that ticket deteriorate. See, I would be awful on this app because I would always hold on to my ticket. Well, I would never cash. Well, but see, but the beauty of this app is, though, uh-huh. you don't even have to be the guy selling the ticket. You could be the sucker buying the ticket. Okay. You could be the guy buying that VJ Singh yeah, ticket. Yeah, I think I have too much pride to buy someone's ticket, to be honest. Watch, mind you, people are listening to this on Tuesday. Uh-huh. You, yeah, that's true. Th- does a pride come into buying somebody else's bet because it's I not I want yours? my own pick. Yeah. I don't want anybody else's pick. Well, you know, too, there's so many guys, too, that, like, my buddy even had UCLA to win the NCAA tournament. Oh, really? And he actually, on, on some of these, like, DraftKings, if you can cash out, he wouldn't cash it out. There's too much pride that, that, that took effect into yeah. it. Me, I disagree. I like to, I, I want to sell that ticket. Oh, I get distracted by the dollar signs. Like, if I see I have a ticket for 100000 and they're offering me 20000 that hundred thousand is just tickling my fancy a little bit. I'll tell you, it, it is it is interesting. Watch again and watch it comes out Tuesday and VJ Singh won the I know. won the Masters. I know we're we're putting it into the world right it, now. I feel like it's going to happen. You know what's amazing to me, Scoop? And this is going to be a hot take. Uh-huh. I, I get it. Not to say that I wouldn't go because I would. Like there's, it, it is apparently just so hard to get into Augusta National to watch the Masters. Like you got to be in a raffle or. Uh, yeah. You know, something of that sorts. I, you know, my dad always had this theory and I never agreed. And now that I'm getting older, I do kind of agree. Uh-huh. Isn't it better to watch some of these things from home? Like 100%. Isn't it? Is that, yes. is that, is that the hot take that I feel like it is though, school? No, I totally agree with you on that. And I kind of like to play the opposite side just for argument's sake. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. Like Put me behind, uh, you know, a nice 50-inch TV mm-hmm. or in front of a nice 50-inch TV instead of in the bleacher section at Fenway Park, you know? I, I totally agree. And look, you don't get the whole tailgating thing, that whole experience. Not yeah. that I don't know if they do tailgate for the Masters. I don't know if that's a thing. I feel like it's probably a thing. You think outside the country club? there's a few reckless people that are tailgating? down in some cans. Yeah. Imagine, like, you can't wear a hat when tailgating. 
some shit like that. I went to a, a nice golf course the other day, one of the nice golf courses I've ever played, Bel Air Country uh -huh. Club. I went to take out my phone to shoot a text. The the member that I was with like was in a panic. He's like, you know, you got to put that put thing down, down, which is unbelievable. It, is does golf have the most like gentleman rules there are in all of athletics? I, you know, I I I think it does. Yeah. I think I think it does for sure. But I will say, I think there's this younger generation that's really getting into it. Stirring the pot. I think they're starting to stir the pot. Uh -huh. The pot, and I really think it's slowly starting to change. Now, I do get that you need some rules. I do get the golf etiquette, and I'm all for that. But I do think some of that needs to change, and I think some of that is. Uh -huh. But but back to where we were going with that, and not just for the Masters. Here's a big believer I am. Mm -hmm. If somebody offers me uh, to go to the Chargers game on an NFL Sunday, NFL Sunday, I think this stands true more than anything. I would rather be on my couch because it's yeah. so good. It's so much fun. And if I go to that Chargers game, Giants game, whoever it is, I'm missing all of these other games. The Chargers game is not red zone. No, it is not red zone. It's the not Patriots zone. game isn't red zone. Correct. No, but I, I mean, none of it. Mm -hmm. I need Scott Hansen, and I need yeah. to be sit down. I mean, it, it is such an experience, even the buildup yeah. to Football Sunday, to where I almost just feel like I'm totally losing out mm -hmm. if I do go to the game. Right. You know, maybe baseball is a little bit different. Yeah. I mean, yeah, baseball is a little bit different, and also... I, I want to be crushing beers on NFL Sunday, and if I'm going to the stadium, uh, that's 200 bucks out of my pocket. No question about it. No question about it. To where even if I like had the, and again, this might be another hot take, mm -hmm. like if I had season tickets, okay, yep. I don't know if I would be a season ticket guy because no. then you feel prone to going to the games every single time. Mm -hmm. Now, there's people that can get into it, but think about how many times, I mean, between all the traffic and all of that and everything, I just don't think that I could be a season ticket guy. I'm a 10-game package guy I'm for a like ten the game NHL or NBA. Oh, hit me with the package. Oh, yeah. Or you go in with your friends, and then you divide it amongst yourself. There you go. I'm a package guy, no yep. question about it. Absolutely. I think everybody should. But these, there's diehard people that are you know, the season ticket holders. I just think that that takes a lot out of you. Yeah. What do you think about when you do have like a package or season tickets, and you start to get to know the people around your seat? Yeah, see do you that, like that or not like that? I do. Okay. I do. I do. Because yeah. that, that's a fun experience. Okay. And then you know those kids have kids, and their grandkids yeah. have grandkids. And yeah. it just kind of goes down. It's you how know, you breed a super fan right there. Yeah, yeah. So that I think is interesting. So again, there's going to be certain things that you're going to lose out on, uh -huh. no question about it. But when it comes to the season tickets, I would absolutely be a package guy. Okay. I think uh, you got to be. I agree. I yeah. totally agree. Well, I'll tell you, folks, I'm not sure if you saw my Instagram, but I officially signed the deal to join the Roback team, the Roback golf team. And I don't know if you saw it or not, Scoot, and I felt so weird saying it. Mm -hmm. Technically, and I confirmed with them, technically I can consider myself a rowback athlete. Wow. And I'm on the golf course the other day, and I'm wearing the rowback, uh -huh. and I just can't find a hole for the life of me. I mean, but, you get the athlete tag, and then— I know, I know. It was like I'm wearing all the stuff, and I was such a mess on the course, and I'm just thinking about me dropping that whole rowback athlete thing. Uh -huh. To where I almost kind of want to put in a request to get a change to ambassador. You know, I feel like you put a you put an athlete tag on you, and then it you know it just 
it increases what's expected out of you. Yeah, but don't cut yourself on the athlete yet. Give yourself a little bit of time here. Yeah, I think I'm going to let it roll. Yeah. I, I, I think I'm going to let it roll a little bit. Yeah, they asked me to add a thing that said the rollback athlete, and uh-huh. I'm thinking to myself, wow, you know, I got to at least be consistent 80s Yeah. if I'm going to give myself that rollback athlete right. tag. Um, maybe we'll switch it over to ambassador. Chalk it up to first game jitters. Yeah, 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 could very well be. But I got to be honest with you, and I'm not just saying it. And, and something that I got to give credit to my guy, Nikki Cass, who he's been on the podcast multiple times. And he's, he's 20 years old. His Instagram and everything's blowing up. And he even taught me, even at his age, he was telling me, you want to you wanna sign with companies that really, that you believe in and you really like the stuff. He goes, it's going to be easy for you to, easier for you to sell. And, and even just when you go and you put the promos, like you're really going to get behind it. This guy's materials and the team over there, I love it. Yeah. I feel like I just signed the ten year deal. Like I'm just committed to these guys. It, it it's awesome. The material, the quality is incredible, and I want to encourage you folks. Head on over to the link in my bio. Check out the Roback Golf Apparel. This stuff is absolutely phenomenal. When you click that link, you're gonna get an automatic fifteen percent off your first purchase with Roback. And uh yeah. I mean, just to chime in, I've sat in with you enough to know your ad reads. That's an authentic ad read. Oh, for sure. You no, know? No, no question about it. And I always like to make those ad reads to where they're fun. Yeah. To where you look like these bang energy ad, you know, ads and stuff like that. You just swipe right through it. 100%. You know what I mean? Nothing against bang energy, but just the yeah. people that they have out there and you know it's an ad. Mm-hmm. I try and make these videos to where they don't know it's an ad. Yeah. And you can make it funny and people get behind it. Or else people are just going to get sick of you just popping that up, and they'll just scroll right by it. Yeah, but you can't fake what you like and what you don't like truly. That's true. That's true. You and I, I came out with this ad. It was fun to do. And, mm-hmm. and I love this stuff. They sent a bunch over to me. I'm not going to wear anything but the rowback gear come when it's time to hit the golf course. Yeah. All I want, all you're going to see me on the golf course is the brilliant on Amber Ale, the brilliant on Bears, and you're going to see me in rowback gear constantly. How are the cans doing? Cans are doing great. I like to check in on the beer because I'm a big beer guy, so it's always on my mind. Cans are doing great. We're selling. We're selling. I'm a little rattled at you. I've yet to have a can still. Scooty, we got to get you. I mean, the fact that, yeah, I see you drinking the Guinness right now. Mm -hmm. You you deserve better. I know. You deserve better. I know. Let's get the young man, the brilliant on Amber Ale. You mark my words, Scooty. It's the least we could do for you. Yeah, have cold cuts. Give me a call. Yeah, we're going to have cold cuts. Give you a call. He's pushing those things out there. Link in the bio for that as well, ladies and gentlemen. But we keep the show moving. Moving right along, Scooty Wilson, yeah. what do you got for So us, I had pal? this come up the other day where I, I have a buddy, and you might be able to figure out who this is just by the story. But I get a call, and it's just, a, you know, it's 3 p.m. On, on a Monday, and he just calls me up to talk. And I go, why, why are you calling me to talk right now? And I can hear his blinker on in his car, and I ask him, is this... Is this just a filler call? Are you just filling the time with me right now? Like, I'm more important than that. So I was just wondering if you had anyone in your contacts who's, who hits you up constantly for just a filler call, just to fill the time. You know, it's amazing. In a conversation, you could tell, on a phone conversation, you could tell who the one is in the, who's in the car driving yeah. and who's not. Because mm-hmm. the one in the car driving, they got nowhere else to be but the place that they're going. Yeah. And they got all the time in the world for as long as they're in the car to make the phone call. Um, yeah. No, I definitely do. And I got to do a better job of my outs. Uh-huh. Like my phone call outs, I do a terrible job of. Oh, really? See, I just go straight to the point and I'm like, is there a point to this call? But but when you're ready to go, okay, let's say somebody you really like. Like When you're yeah. ready to get off of the phone call, 
like what's your like me my problem is i i go like all right well okay. and, yeah. and then it, it leads them to think that they should keep going like the conversation's dying to get to yeah. fire something else out rather than just going with right out of the gate okay you know i gotta get going what what is yeah. your out on a phone call i always go with hey buddy my dad's calling me you can never but here's you can't the problem go wrong with the dad's here's calling. the problem you have with that uh -huh. i would love to do that and i would do that all the time what scares me with that yep is say your dad's calling uh -huh. okay if your dad's calling, you're just going to answer the phone and the call wouldn't drop with that person. To where if that person's skeptical, they hang on the phone and see, wait to see if you hang up or you transfer the call. I mean, that person is really invested in what you're doing if that's the but case. Do, but do you know what I'm saying, though? Slightly, you, because I would be like, hey, buddy, my dad's calling me. I got to go. And then do you wait for them to hang up? Because if you say my dad's calling me, I got to go, uh -huh. and then you hang up, you never took the call. Your dad was never calling. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I, I'll usually wait for them to click. You do wait for them to click yeah, without yeah. a doubt. I just get worried that they're waiting for me to click. And then the out is not a good out. And I would love to use that out. It's a great out. So you're saying if you click first, it would be like it's transferred calls kind of deal? Yeah, because it just transfers the call. Right. It just doesn't drop right. the call. So on my outs, I want to say somebody's calling. But then if I hang up. They're going to know. Robbie, I've probably pissed off a lot of people because I was definitely clicking first. Yeah, you probably have. I probably have. And if you're clicking first, your dad was never calling. I know. So Shit. I, yeah, I, 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 without a doubt, got to work on my outs. Now, the opposite side of this argument, do you do filler calls from time to time? I do. I do too. Yeah, I'm a filler. Yeah. I, I, I'm a filler. There's calls yeah. or, or certain... Sometimes I get anxious to where if I have a couple missed calls, I feel the need to, to call that get person back. back. Yeah. And then I'm always... The problem I always run into is me posting and putting out a lot of content all the time. Say I miss a call. Yeah. I'm constantly posting on Instagram, miss the call, and People then they know. see me posting on social media yeah. right out of the gate. So yeah. I, 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 I get myself into trouble. And I will say that is infuriating. I work with a lot of influencers yep. and a lot of the time, like, you know, my calls will get buried or my texts will go unanswered and I'll see the, the little Tic Tacs on their Instagram story and I get BRM, blood red mad. I like that. I yep. like that. But then do you go throughout your day thinking to yourself, oh, okay, I got to call, I got to call this guy? Mm, not really. Yeah. No. See, I got a good cadence, like even with uh, even with my dad. Like I got a good cadence to where we know when we just got to go, we just got to go, and yeah. then we always will call back when it's time to call back. Yeah. But, and I feel like if you if you're really good buddies, you kind of have that telepathic sense too, where it's oh, like, oh yeah, he's got to go. And by the way, if you're really good buddies, you don't even think about it. Right. Like exactly, it, it's not even thought about when when it's somebody that you're not really good friends with. The entire time you're thinking about phone etiquette. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? And absolutely. that's how you could also tell if it's a good buddy or not. Like my dad called me prior to the show uh -huh. to let me know that he finally found the good elbow doctor. My dad, <laughs> when he goes to these doctors, he is the classic retired Jewish guy yeah. living in Jupiter, Florida. Okay. He goes to a different doctor every day, whether he's got a symptom or not. He's just at the doctor constantly. And depending on the body part it is, yeah. that's what the doctor is. So he's got a heart doctor. <laughs> The, the, back do the back doctor is not a chiropractor. Uh -huh. It's the back doctor. He's got an elbow doctor. And he, he just calls the doctor by whatever part of the body he's seeing for the doctor rather than their actual name. Okay. And the problem with my dad's doctors is if the doctor gives 
a good diagnosis to him that he wants to hear. Like, for example, his elbow, he wants to go play tennis, but a couple doctors have told him that he's got tennis elbow. He needs to rest. He finally found a doctor that told him he can go play. So now that elbow doctor is a good doctor, even though his diagnosis may not even be right. I mean, Mr. Berger, you can't just go find the good news doctor. That's, that's a bad that's doctor. What, my, my dad is constantly on the search, and he's constantly on the hunt for a good news doctor. A good news doctor could get dangerous. For sure. I mean, the tennis elbow could turn into a massive oh, problem. Sure. And by the way, that good news doctor could have had him in the waiting room for 45 minutes in the lobby, 45 minutes once he got into the room. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? That's the, one of the biggest tees, by the way, in doctor's office. When they call your name, you think you're done with the tough part. That is not the tough part. You then got to wait again. The tough parts just began. The tough parts just began. And yeah. you hear your name yeah. and you get so excited and you think that you're out of it, that you're good to go. Far from it. <laughs> but the problem that he has is, yeah, he's on the search constantly for a good diagnosis doctor. Uh-huh. And he'll keep hunting until he gets that. So he's probably on the tennis courts right now when he's got tennis elbow. The, the last thing on the good news doctor is with the uh, with the coronavirus, a lot of the doctors have done Skype sessions, right? So yeah. you can just go in and do a Skype I with a doctor. Yeah. If you do anything over Skype, it will be a good news doctor. Oh. Whatever you want, they're giving it to you. Like, it, it's no questions asked. You got whatever you want. Yeah, but you know what? It, uh, <laughs> at the same time, too, how many times before you knew what Zoom was – how many times did you go into the doctor and just think to yourself, now that you know what Zoom is, uh-huh. where you think about all your previous doctor's appointments where you said, wow, I could have just done that on Zoom. You know what I mean? Yeah, pretty much every single one. Yeah, <laughs> to where I just feel like all doctors, just about most doctors should be Zoom doctors to where I, I if they had that option, depending on what I had. I think I'm going to go with the Zoom doctor 90% of the time. 100%. I had strep throat like a month and a half ago, and I went into a, uh, like, what is it, first, he- first urgent health? Care? Or what, urgent care. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and I walk in, 145 bucks at the door. Yep. Go in, and they're just like, oh, you need amoxicillin. Let me write your prescription, and I'm out the door. I could have just been on a Zoom, 40 bucks. They give me the amoxicillin. I'm on my way. That is a, a classic, classic Zoom Zoom meeting. That's yeah. all it needs to be. That, that that should be a Zoom doctor. By the way, I think somebody needs to tell Sophie. She just walked by. Mm-hmm. Sophie Julia at uh-huh. Action Park Media. She's been wearing that Johnny Manziel sweatshirt. Does she know Johnny Manziel's not in the NFL anymore? I don't think she's aware, and it's pretty much a Monday to Friday thing. She her. loves that sweatshirt Why? so much. You would think that Johnny Manziel is Joe Burrow right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, Johnny, love you. I've always had good times with you. Far from Joe Burrow. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> un- it's unbelievable. Do you think she just likes the maroon? Because like, I can find her another maroon hoodie. I would think it might be the maroon. Yeah. yeah. But it's a nice color. But she rocks that thing as if Johnny Football is still Johnny Football. <laughs> and now you've met Johnny Football. Apparently a very nice guy. Um, he He's the ultimate homie. Great guy. That whole thing is, I I just feel like, and not to dog your boy by any Uh means, but I do feel like, to me, if you meet Johnny Manziel, that's cool. You meet Johnny Manziel, he's still got it to that point where Johnny Manziel is still a name. He's got the pizzazz a bit. He does. He still has that. I do wonder how many more years that goes on for. Yeah, I I, I think... If he's ever doing anything athletics related, and I totally disagree with this, he will always get talked about and he will always get ridiculed. And I'm just so on the opposite side. Let the guy live at this point. Well, you know, you know what stance he took that I actually do appreciate. He just came out with the podcast, and he's got some really yeah. interesting. Ball don't takes. lie. Ball don't lie. Yep. Yeah. Or he um, 
trying to think of what podcast he went on. Was it Chris Long? And he gave a great answer for everything. Like, don't get me wrong. What he did, I mean, he did wash away his career, but he's owned the fact pretty much that he wants the party and he wants to do him, and rather than try and make excuse for it, he's pretty much just saying this is this is the way it's going to be. Look, man, any type of controversy, if you own it and you really tackle it head on and just take all of the shit that you may have done in the past and take it on head on, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong because yeah. then it's like, you know, what what, what is anybody else going to say? What, what are they going to say to you? Yeah, and I, I, we don't have to talk about it too much, but the whole Dave Portnoy sex tape thing. Oh, he the ca- new he one? came out, and he owns it. And that's yeah. why he's a, he's a savage, and I think that's why he is where he is right now. Totally, totally. And, and, and he's kind of written the playbook for it because there's a lot of different things that I guess he could have so-and-so been canceled for or whatnot. Absolutely. That he's- or he can, he can take the— the Rappaport route and start trying to sue people and all that. Yeah, that's, I think, when it, that's... You look weak. Yeah, you know what? I think if you just take it head on, I don't really think you could go wrong. I, I don't either. I really don't. Yeah. And, 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 you know, he's found himself in a couple situations that he was able to get out of pretty much from just taking it head on. And a lot of times, one of my favorite things to do, mm-hmm. make fun of yourself. Yeah. With that, like for Self-deprecating. me. Self-deprecating. I love to put, even on Instagram, I love to put my shittiest golf swings out there. Yeah. It, yeah without question, because people want to see bad shots. People don't want to go out and see you just hit good shots. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. People enjoy that because they, they like the regular – because the bottom line is with golf, we all suck. So we want to yeah. see other people that suck. Well, look, I think you got to give Joey Coldcuts that advice because every one I see, he's bombing it down the fairway. So he maybe mix in a couple I, bad yeah, shots, Yeah, you're right cuts. about that. I will call yeah. – well, well, what I will say, though, for Coldcuts is he takes so much shit on my Instagram yeah. to where Coldcuts will have a great round, and then he goes and he leaves the golf course, and his shittiest swing is on there. <laughs> And he knows he does a great job. That's what people want to see. Okay. That's what they want to see. But I will say, everyone in cold cut swing is a fairway. And that's Every a problem. One. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We're going we're gonna to have that conversation with him okay. for and, sure. And, and one last thing on the Joey Coldcut stuff. If you're not recording him on your Instagram, is he really wearing, like, the creamsicle pants yes, and shirt yeah, out uh, on the course? A hundred percent. He's not uh, hamming it up no, for the grand? No, not at—ever since I knew Joey Colkins, uh-huh. that was the stuff that he wore. I mean, who does he think he is? Ricky Fowler? It, it is. It is absolutely unbelievable. It really is. It's un, It's unbelievable. His wardrobe is insane. Although, he does, like, when he goes out— He's got some nice style. I'm going to call Joey Coltons okay, right yeah, now. I'm going to bust his balls. Is this a filler about- call or no? <laughs> I think we're good. No, this is far from a- Joey Coltons. You're live here once again on the Brilliantly Dumb Show. How are you? I'm all right. This is kind of random, but well, what's up? You know, uh, Cold Cut, something got brought up here, and, and, and I don't necessarily disagree. And I know you get a lot of it from my Instagram. When you post golf posts on your stories, yeah. Do you think that every now and then we should mix in some shitty swings? Because now every swing that you have on your Instagram, it's every one of it is a 300-yard bomb right down the fairway. Don't you think that we should have some bad shots out of you? Well, all the videos that you have of me going viral or me making bad shots, so I got to compensate. Cold cuts. I I got to tell you, we we've we've tested cold cuts Twice. two two episodes Twice. in a row, and he's had back with the hate <laughs> like, Everybody thinks I'm a terrible golfer. I need to prove now that I'm half decent. <laughs> I gotta, Valid. I gotta, I gotta, yeah, cold cuts. <laughs> 
<laughs> I got no response. Were, uh, he's two for two. We tried he we tried calling him he out is. last week. It didn't work out. We tried calling him this We're going to trip him up one time. Yeah, one time. I like this theme. Cold Cuts, uh, you may proceed with your day. We appreciate you joining us here on the Braille Need Up Show. All right, call me later. I want to go for drinks. All right. All right. Bye. Aggressive I, in there. I, 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 he's so right. I mean, he, he, and we tested him two times in a row. Yeah. And he, he was absolutely ready. For yeah, I mean, uh, what a counterpunch. <laughs> what a counterpunch. Scooty Wilson, we are moving on. Yeah. What do you got for us, pal? So this is, I think this is the last topic I got here, but Netflix just purchased a Kanye West documentary, 21 years in the making. Give me a guesstimate on how much you think Netflix is dropping to, to buy this thing. 21 years in the making to where they, years they, in the making, they yeah. started filming 21 years ago. Yep. Holy shit. You got to think if the same cameraman from 21 years ago are the same cameraman now and that type of stuff. Yeah, I doubt it. I, I mean, but, I, do, but do you go into that project and say we're going to film for 21 years? I, I mean, God, this, this is probably a Connolly question, but I can't imagine someone has been next to Kanye West for 21 years. I just feel like he's had enough issues where he's like, get this fucking cameraman out of here. Right, right, which, which I kind of hope that we get. Like, an issue I had with the documentary, I, I don't know why, you know, I had to, I had to test it out, was yeah. Justin Bieber had a documentary on okay. YouTube, and I thought he was going to be, like, a lot of the behind-the-scenes to where, like, we don't really know. Yeah. He doesn't really know that they're filming. Right. Not at all. He was ready for, he was ready for everything. He had all the right things to say to where it, it lacked a little bit. Uh, of course. I mean, that was the... I I watched a couple episodes of it too. I honestly think I only watched one and you could just tell very polished. Yeah. No, oh, nothing, so polished. nothing negative. And if it was yep. negative, it was like a little negative and we're going to spin it into a positive. And, type of and, deal. and let's be frank, Scoot. We, we don't want our documentaries polished no. whatsoever. Raw. We, we want as raw yep. as raw gets. You know what the other stuff I like doing too? Uh, maybe I'll take some shit for watching this too. I, I watched it with my girlfriend. I found it fascinating. Mm-hmm. Sean Mendes had something on on a uh, on Hulu or I think it was I, I take the back it was on Netflix uh-huh. and just watching cameras follow around this guy just a total these rock stars that live this life to me it's fascinating yeah. just the different stuff their day to day just how fucking famous they are of course is so fascinating yeah it kind of is like you know you get to jump into their shoes for a little bit type yeah, of scenario yeah we always want to wonder what that's like when yeah. you have a raw documentary like that. What I will say, back to the Kanye West thing, mm-hmm. is if it's not polished and if Kanye isn't ready for it, and you would think with all the highs and lows he's had mm-hmm. throughout the 21 years, if they did it right and he let the cameraman run wild yeah. and it is raw, you got to think that's going to hit and it's going to hit hard. Absolutely. And look, I'm a Kanye West guy and I feel like Kanye is enough of an artist where he's like, let's just let the people take a peek behind the curtain yep. and really, really see what's yeah, up. Yeah. And that would be spectacular and good for Kanye if that's the case. But if this is 21 years in the making, mm-hmm. you got to think you're going to get the good with the bad. Yeah. And if that's the case, it's got to be incredible. Absolutely. And I want to hit rewind a little bit and go sure. back to your Sean Mendes thing. Sure. Yeah, I'm going to take some heat for that, but are, that's okay. Are, are you, when you go to watch TV at the end of the night with your girl, yeah. are you making the selection a, a fair amount of the time, or does she make the selection a fair amount of the time? Yeah, the Shawn Mendes thing should be telling because that, mm-hmm. that's a her selection, okay. but there's been a lot of them where I get very into it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so so that's definitely her selection. And you know what? You know what she had us do? She asked if I would do it, and, and I'm, I agreed with it. It might mm-hmm. sound crazy, 
but it, it, it really does make a difference. When you watch a movie or you watch a, a, a show, mm-hmm. okay, nowadays we're constantly on our phone. Yep. You're never fully watching that movie or show if you're firing off text messages Absolutely. to where we will actually put the phone in a different room. Smart. And you totally get into it to where there is some shows that I probably missed or would have liked a lot more shows or movies that as soon as you start with the phone, you're yeah. done. You're cooked. A hundred percent. I got, I got two things on this. Sure. One, it's why I, I miss going to the movies so much because yep. the cell phone is pocketed. I'm not going to be that guy with the bright screen in the no movie question. theater. You're an asshole if you, if you do that. Yep. And the other thing is with you, you have to put your phone away because you're an influencer guy. And like the Instagram is always one click away. Yeah. And I got, I have, I don't even know, 2,400 followers. You got a hundred K or whatever. If I was, if I was at a hundred K. 141, but who's counting? I'm not, I'm not going to be able to click out of that app. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. I mean, even if you look from the morning and influencer or no influencer, you wake up, the first thing you do is go is go onto your phone. Right. What do you think the average time the average American spends from the time they wake up? Now, I don't know the mm-hmm. answer to this. Yeah. From the time they wake up, what's the over-under on how often their phone on their phone till they start the day. So from this, the time is this average screen time or Instagram? That's a phenomenal question. Uh-huh. I, I would go I would go average screen time before they start the day, get in the shower, whatever it is, the average American, how long you think? What's you, the overall? You do know that you can track that, right? With the screen time. Yeah. Yeah, but not necessarily before you start your day. Can you do it before you start your day? Uh, I don't know. No, I, I think I, it's I think it's a full track. I'll be I'll be the first to tell you. I my screen time, it is to the point where, like, I would not want somebody to know my screen time. Like, right. I, it, it would be embarrassing. Right. Yeah. I hate when they're like, you spend half of your life in bed or whatever. I feel like now it's going to be like, you spend a quarter of your oh, life. Oh, I your could. Phone th- yeah, those stats always freak me out. Yeah, same. I, I mean, I I would say the the average over under on screen time throughout the day before you even start your day, screen time per yeah. day, the average I'm saying average American. I would put the over under if I was Vegas. I would put it at six. Six hours? I would put it at six hours. Ooh, I think that's very low. You think? Okay, good. Because I was going to say, if you think that's very high, I'm even more embarrassed about my screen time. I think time. that's very low. You think that is low, huh? Yes. What? Do you, let me ask, Cootie. Let's put you on the spot here. What's your so screen time? I, I was I was just calculating out the averages, yeah. and I think. I think the average American probably spends about two hours a day on their phone, 14 hours a week. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm saying six hours a day. Oh, my God. That is high, my friend. That is very high? That's high. No question about it? No question about it. Okay. Okay. Then you know what? I got some damage control here because now everything's on me. I'm higher. And and A day? Yes, I am. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm telling Robbie. you, if, some, if somebody saw my screen time, it, it's I'm on that thing. Now I could only use the the excuse of it's my job though right, okay. for so many hours. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, to the point where I that's why I do like to where you put the phone away. Uh huh. You know what I mean. I I would like to uh, like cross research. Like back in the day, it used to be TV time or yeah. like video game time. Now it's cell phone time, in my opinion. So I wonder what the average was for TV time back in the day versus your cell phone now. Do, do me a favor, Scoot. Yeah. I, I don't think that I don't think that over under is that high. If I could do it again, seeing your reaction, I would probably lower it a little bit. To I would say, 
even four and a half, but I don't mm-hmm. think I'm as off as you think. Could you Google what the average? So I already have it pulled up. Look at Scooty Wilson, uh, yeah, ladies already, and gentlemen. This guy's phenomenal. So you uh, you were right on the ball. Are you serious? Five point four hours is the average time it spent on the cell phone. It adds up, Scooty. That is fucking insane. It adds up. I mean, even if from the time you wake up, I feel like most people are on their phone 30, 45 minutes. I mean, I'm thinking about it. I guess like when I get into bed, I'm spending at least an hour just think going about, through my think stuff. Think about those filler calls. That's technically screen time. Is that screen time? I, I don't count that as screen time. I think that's calculated as screen Shouldn't time. Shouldn't be screen time. I disagree. You're on your phone. But not really. You're not looking at it. Screen time to me is visual. I'm looking at my phone. Yeah, that's well, like communicative. Yeah, well, I tell you, I'm I'm pleased to to hear that number because when I saw your reaction, I said, "Fuck, maybe I'm far off." Now I do need to lower my screen yeah. time. No doubt about it. Long story short, th- this rule that me and my girlfriend set, uh-huh. it's great. We go great. to watch a show. You don't think about the phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you really could dive into where I might not have appreciated Sean Mendez yeah. the way that I do now had yeah. I been on my phone. God, that was quite the rabbit hole we just went it down. It sure was. And that <laughs> transitions just perfectly to everybody's favorite segment, ladies and gentlemen. It is back, and it is back better than ever. I absolutely love these voicemails, we got phenomenal feedback on the voicemails for our Ask Bob segment. We are back with it again. Before we do so, if you want to put your voicemail and be, be featured here on the Brilliant Dumb Show, Scooty Wilson, if you could tell the fine folks here, what is the number that they're going to go ahead and call? The number is going to be 424-254-9801. And feel free to call in any question. No questions off limits. I love how you say that because that is true. There is no questions off limits. Scooty Wilson. And you know what I do like just uh, just to add one more thing? I like when they say their name and where they're from. I love that too because then it sounds like a sports radio show. Right. And you know what line gets me every time and and it always – people say it all the time. I still find it funny. Yeah. Is um, long-time listener, first-time caller. Yeah. Because yeah. that puts me right back to New York, yeah. right back to these radio yeah. shows. It puts me right back home. I love it. Yeah. Nothing off limits. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Who do we got, Scooty? Hey, Bob. Cullen here. Uh, playing around the golf the other weekend, me and my buddy go to the turn, get a chicken salad sandwich at the clubhouse. $10. Thought it was a little overpriced. Turns out hot dogs were 7 but we get two two halves of a sandwich there, so five each for ten. Great chicken salad, by the way. It comes with chips. Just wanted to get your general thoughts on uh, prices of items at the uh, at the turn and what you think is too much for uh, certain items. Have a good one, Bob. Yeah, I I, I actually uh, first off, phenomenal question. I I see I see nothing wrong with the chicken salad at ten dollars. I mean, no? I'd be even if they didn't even give you chips. They're adding chips in there. Um, I would like to know how the chicken salad was. Mm-hmm. Um, hot dog, maybe a little bit pricey at $7. But as far as the chicken salad, I, I love a, a $10 chicken salad. I, I would hammer that any day of the week. You throw the chips in there. I, I really see nothing wrong with that at all. Am I wrong here, Scoop? No, I think that's a fair price. Uh, I just We were talking about the beers at the stadium earlier in the, earlier in the show. Yeah. And a chicken salad, $10. I mean, if you're getting chicken salad at a stadium, I think you're a little crazy. So 
Yeah, was, yeah. I, I, and again, I, I would, I, I wish we had them on live because I would have been curious how the chicken salad was. I okay. mean, if that's a half great decent chicken, yeah, yeah. If that's if that's a half decent chicken salad. I mean, you give me a chicken salad sandwich, and if it's a good chicken salad, I'll do thirteen. Really, I'll do thirteen. See, probably I, wouldn't I'm, do fourteen. I am not well versed in the chicken salad sandwich game. I, I never get the chicken salad sandwich, you know, so I don't really know. The, but the, 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 everything about the chicken salad is the mayonnaise ratio. I'd love to see you throw celery in there always, but a, a, a good chicken salad really, really comes down to the mayonnaise ratio. How good of the chicken is it? If it's a quality chicken, you may not have to need to throw as much mayonnaise in there, but a good chicken salad always comes down to mayonnaise ratio. If it's a bad chicken, you could still save that chicken salad by a lot of mayonnaise. Good chicken, don't need as much mayonnaise. Bad chicken, throw in a lot of mayonnaise. I see nothing wrong with the $10 golf halfway house chicken salad sandwich. $10 all day long with the bag of chips. Sure he did. Hey, Bob. Caddy Curl here. Caddy Curl. I'm just giving you a ring. I got one question for you. Um, How much do you think your golf improves when you have a caddy by your side? Helping read the putts, helping pick the clubs, raking the bunkers for you so your arms don't get tired. I'm sure, they help. I got. I got to tell you that that's an awesome. That's an awesome question. And again, the the voicemails the Brantley Dumb Faithful leave in, and Scooty, you said it. You've seen a lot of shows. Yep. The voicemails that we get, you say, are just so top of the line and on cue and on brand. On for brand. What we do. On brand. It's such a good question. Um, the caddy for me totally, totally changes the game. Not even so much from a standpoint of reads and all of that good stuff, which they definitely help out. There's no question about it. It's a huge help. But I don't want to have my caddy searching for balls and all of that good stuff to where there's so much more pressure that I put on myself to find myself on the fairway and to have a good round of golf uh-huh. to where it just heightens and, and I really do play better. You get the reads, you get all of that good stuff, and you really want to play better because you don't want to send your caddy looking through your ball for your ball in right. the woods and all of that good stuff. I absolutely love having a caddy with me, and it really does – totally enhance my game by a long shot ladies and gentlemen phenomenal phenomenal questions phenomenal episodes scooty we appreciate you and we love having you behind the glass here on the ones and twos we thank you for listening week in week out we love you all we will be back here friday for the patreon members get signed up to that patreon link in my bio back tuesday for you folks we thank every single one of you have a damn good week you all take care now Action Park Media.